Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Thursday, November 8th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, the FT's Courtney Weaver brings us up to speed on the major changes at the U.S. Department of Justice that happened yesterday, all in the aftermath of the U.S. midterm elections. We'll take a look at why the investigation into ties between Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign and Russia might be in danger. But before we get to that, we'll be looking at quarterly results from U.S. chipmaker Qualcomm, a new call for EU regulators to investigate several data brokers, and the 2018 class of partners at Goldman Sachs. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. Qualcomm shares fell 3.5% in after-hours trading on Wednesday. This is the company that has supplied Apple with chips for the iPhone. Qualcomm warned that the revenues from the current quarter could be lower than expected. The holiday shopping season is usually an important one for smartphone sales, and for the companies supplying parts to those phones. But Qualcomm's ongoing battle with Apple over patent royalties is expected to put a damper on earnings. The company also blamed weaker-than-usual sales in China for some of the expected drop, even though mobile sales were strong in China last quarter. And a campaign group called Privacy International has filed a series of complaints against several data brokers, credit rating agencies, and ad tech companies. The complaints were filed with data protection authorities in France, Ireland, and the UK. The group is asking European regulators to investigate whether or not they're breaching the EU's new data protection laws. Software giant Oracle and credit rating agencies Experion and Equifax are some of the companies targeted by the complaint. The companies say they anonymize data and get users' consent for using that information. But Privacy International said that by combining such large amounts of anonymous information, these businesses are able to infer sensitive facts about users, things like political affiliation and religious beliefs. Facebook and Google have already faced complaints under the EU's new General Data Protection Regulation. It's known as the GDPR, and it was implemented earlier this year in May. It imposes stricter rules for how companies store and share data. And Goldman Sachs named 69 new partners on Wednesday. The company highlighted that among these new partners, 26% were women, 29% were millennials, 20% were Asian, and 6% were black. According to Goldman, the percentages of women and black partners promoted sets new records. But the announcement comes as the investment bank is in the middle of a criminal indictment from the U.S. Department of Justice implicating at least two former partners. Last week, the two ex-Goldman bankers were accused of working with a Malaysian financier to siphon billions of dollars out of the country's sovereign wealth fund. The indictments allege that more than $2.7 billion were misappropriated from the fund in a scheme that involved bribing high-ranking government officials in Malaysia and Abu Dhabi. It was a big day yesterday, an incredible day. U.S. President Donald Trump spoke to reporters yesterday about the midterm elections. And can you give us clarity, sir, on your thinking currently, now after the midterms, about your attorney general and your deputy attorney general? Do they have long-term job security? I'd rather answer that uh, at a little bit different time. Uh, We're looking at a lot of different things, including cabinet. I'm very happy with most of my cabinet. We're looking at... Just 
Okay, so Courtney Weaver, you are the U.S. political correspondent for the FT here in D.C., and we are just a few blocks away from the Department of Justice. So can you tell us what happened there today? So Tuesday was Election Day, and Donald Trump had been told by multiple people that he could not fire Jeff Sessions until after the midterms. So duly on Wednesday, he informed uh, Jeff Sessions, his attorney general, that he no longer uh, wanted him to be his attorney general. And so Sessions then wrote a letter saying that he, per the president's request, he had um, tendered his resignation letter. And so now we have a new acting attorney general, uh, Mr. Matthew Whitaker. And uh, what's the significance of that? So Trump had been wanting to fire Sessions for a long, long, long time. The animosity dates back to Sessions' decision to recuse himself from the Russia investigation, which has been kind of the big cloud hanging over the Trump presidency. So Democrats and critics of the president now are worried that Trump firing Sessions could mean that the Mueller probe ends and that Trump could do something to stop that investigation. So why didn't Sessions end the investigation while he was acting attorney general? That is exactly the question that Donald Trump would have. If you remember kind of how this all started, Sessions made the decision to to recuse himself from the investigation because he had kind of misspoke at his confirmation hearing about his dealings with the Russians. And my staff said that since I had involvement with the campaign, I should not be involved in any campaign investigation. But he kind of stood his ground on this and kind of did not bend to the president. And because of this, uh, Rod Rosenstein became the acting head of the Mueller investigation. And I think Trump was really upset. If he was going to recuse himself, he should have told me prior to taking office, and I would have quite simply picked somebody else. So you mentioned Whitaker. He's the guy who's going to take over for Sessions. Can you tell us a little bit about who he is? So we've learned a lot about Matthew Whitaker in the past day, thanks to his Twitter account. He's a very active Twitter user, and he has some very funny tweets. But he's actually spoken out quite candidly about the Mueller investigation. He's written an op-ed for CNN.com about this and basically suggested that it, you know, is misguided. So this is quite a bold move by Trump. So on Tuesday night, Democrats ended up getting a majority in the House of Representatives. Is there anything they can do to affect the investigation or to protect it? So now Democrats, because they've won the House of Representatives, they have the power of subpoena. So this is huge. So they can request everything from Donald Trump's tax returns, which he's refused to hand over, to the, and they can impeach the president. You know, that just requires a majority in the House, which they now have. So the question basically is, is what they choose to do with it. So a lot of Democrats in Congress were saying, you know, Democrats don't want to make this into a, a trial by jury. They want to maybe they'll request documents relating to policy changes the Trump administration has made, like in terms of the environment or that sort of regulation. But they don't want it to turn into a personal fight against Trump right now. But if Trump does try to stop the Mueller investigation, I'm sure you're going to see a lot more subpoenas on that front. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be looking at quarterly results from Nissan and half-year results from Siemens. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news.